Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, strong mom, welcome back to another episode. And today we're talking about tips for eating out while traveling without gaining weight. So before we get started, I just wanted to make an announcement that I am in the process of creating a Macros for Moms membership. Yay. And so if you've been paying attention, we had a founding member launch. I have some amazing women in that group and we're going through and we're kind of making the the pathways, uh, so to speak, for that membership. And if you are interested in getting on the wait list for that membership, it will be launching officially next month. Um, you can go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash waitlist. You'll get on the waitlist and you will find out as soon as the doors open officially for the Macros for Moms membership. Um, more to come as um, that gets closer, but just want to let you guys know that that waitlist is out there. So I also want to apologize if <laughs> this morning I might be stumbling a little bit over my words or anything like that. I've been up since about 4.15 um, and, you know, went to teach class with Sarah at Exalt and um, we're doing the end of our strength cycle this week. So our members are PRing, but not everybody can come when we're going to do it all together tomorrow. So some of them did it this morning, um, bright and early, really proud of them, had some amazing gains, and it was really cool to be a part of that. And so I'm just a little, a little bit earlier than I usually am, and I'm recording a podcast a little earlier than I usually do. I usually wait later in the day. So, but we're going to get through this one. Um, <laughs> I think this is a really good one. This is something that people said they wanted. Um, I shared a a little bit about this past weekend when I was traveling on my Instagram. If you don't have me on Instagram, add me, mom is new strong. And on my uh, stories, I was kind of sharing a little bit of like things that I was um, eating on the way, kind of how I stick fairly to my macros when I'm out of town and how I have my checks and balances and how I eat while traveling without gaining weight. So one thing I do want to say just to get our mindsets in the right place as well, is that it's normal that when you come back from vacation or you had a fun meal on the weekend, that when Monday comes and you step on the scale, you're like, oh shit, I'm four or five pounds heavier. And it's not necessarily that you gained weight. Yes, you can probably, you could, is, you could gain weight in a weekend if you were just like going all out. It's possible, but I want you to keep in the mindset, uh, this healthy mindset that there is 3,500 calories in one pound of fat. So that's a lot of calories to eat in one day. <laughs> so more than likely what that is, is it's water weight. Because if we had consumed more carbs than what our body is used to, 
then that is going to mean you're holding on to more water weight because for every gram of carbs you eat, you retain three grams of water. So if your carb intake was higher, which usually happens in a cheat meal or we're having a vacation weekend, right? We're retaining more water weight. So just get back to your normal routine. Don't freak out. Don't think you have to starve yourself or do tons of extra cardio. Just get back on your routine and more than likely by the end of the week, that will have balanced itself back out. It's nothing to be worried about, it's better not to step on the scale after you go on a vacation or a holiday, especially if you have that mentality that you're going to beat yourself up over it, right? So it's not doing you any good. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that mindset in a little bit. So, um, you know, when it comes down to how much nutrition you need in a day and understand the breakdown of those contents like in food, it can, you can make better choices. That's why macro counting is so empowering. Um, this is why I'm very passionate about macro counting. I've been doing it for so long because it ha- it really helps me to have that food freedom. Learning how to macro count gives you this clarity. And with that clarity comes really comes true food freedom. So and get us, instead of getting overwhelmed when making food choices outside of our normal routine, that you, you know, a lot of the times what happens is we will get overwhelmed and, you know, it's vacation, right? So we want to eat some things that are out of our norm. If we're, uh, you know, you're going to eat things that are not quote unquote healthy. That's part of being on damn vacation. You should be like that. Uh, you should be doing stuff like that on vacation. But what happens is when we get overwhelmed about those food choices and then we just say F it and we're just going to eat it. And then now we're just eating and binging just for the sake of it because we're on vacation and because I'm like YOLO F it, like whatever I'm going to eat, eat whatever I want. And that's not very much of a of a really healthy uh, mindset either around food. And at that point, you're not really enjoying it. You're just doing it because you're, you're going through the motions of binging. And another thing is is um, that I really like macro counting is because it is not a restrictive diet. So it's not a diet that you feel like when you do go on vacation that you're, you like go, like you just wall out. Like you're like, oh my gosh, I finally get like some freedom in food, right? And then it causes that binging um, mentality. And then you get back on this track of like, when you come back, then you really restrict because you, um, you know, you felt guilty, like you did something wrong, you got off your diet. And, and, and so it's like this really unhealthy uh, relationship. And I really wanted to open up this conversation with talking about the right mindset for traveling, right? Whenever we're eating, because if you do not approach it in the right way with your mindset and have a healthier-ish relationship with food, what can happen is it will be the start of the downfall of a spiraling down effect. So um, this, let me paint a picture for you. So that way I can uh, explain this a little bit more is when um, we talk about, I've talked about this before, whenever we beat ourselves up, when we when we disempower ourselves from uh, making better choices for ourselves. Because think about it, if you are in a negative spot, if you're in um, feeling shitty about yourself, do you, do you, you're not going to feel empowered to change and do better for yourself, right? And so we, we fall into this self-sabotaging trap of, you know, especially if you are doing a restrictive diet, it's very easy to fall in this because we have categorized food and black or white, good or bad. And so when you go on vacation and you eat these things that are quote unquote bad, right? 
that we translate that into meaning something about ourselves that we're bad and that we have a lack of um, you know self discipline and we make this story about ourselves about what that means about ourselves right we have that connection with food in the sense of like it it, it dictating what our worth is and and that's a really scary slope to be in but it's very common I've been there and it's something that happens when we have we do restrictive dieting and we see food as black and white and what that mindset sets you up for is it self-sabotages you into a downward, downward spiral because you get the guilt and the shame of, around the choices that you just make and you make that mean something about yourself. So now you're telling this story that this is linked to your self-worth worth, and when you feel like shit, you make more shit decisions. That's just the way it is. So you're in this state of feeling like crap and beating yourself up over it, but yet you're expecting yourself to come back on Monday and feel empowered to get back on track like it doesn't work that way but yet we think it's supposed to work that way and it sa- it just sabotages us so what happens is because we feel shitty we just keep making one shitty decision after another shitty decision and before you know it you're completely just off track and if you were doing good before vacation well now you just gained all that weight back for sure right because um, of that you continue to let that just go on versus okay we get back from our vacation and we just get back to what we were doing before when we were back on track, right? Quote unquote, back on track. And, and so that's a, that is the mindset that is going to self-sabotage you. So what you need to be going into the vacation with the right mindset so that when you come back, it doesn't derail you completely, right? So I'm going to share with you kind of my thought process. A lot of throughout this, I think it helps to like show examples and, you know, when I go on vacation, my thought process is, you know what? You're going to eat shit you normally don't eat. That's just normal, right? We're on vacation and I love food, right? This I don't know where this whole thing is like, oh, because somebody, um, you know, eats healthy or something or that they don't like food. I mean, guys, I'm a foodie at heart. Like I, I will try anything, eat anything once. Like my dream job is literally like, you know, those shows where people travel the world and get to eat all the food and they do reviews. Like that is like my dream job. Like if I could pick anything in the world and I didn't have kids and I could do whatever, like literally that would probably be my dream job um and so you just because you eat healthy or you know you you care about your physique or whatever the case thing it doesn't mean you can't still enjoy food right that's why i like macro counting too no restrictions right i can make any as long as it works within my macros i approach it 80 20 percent you know 80 percent of the time i eat healthy 20 percent i get to have uh eat, eat you know stuff that i normally don't eat all the time but it's like fun you know fun foods um, and so anyways, I come into the mindset of going on vacation, knowing that that shit's going to happen, right? If you're going on vacation and you're like, I'm not going to mess up. I'm going to be perfect. I'm not going to eat this or I'm not going to eat that. Guys, like, let's be realistic. And so you're putting yourself on a pedestal of unrealistic expectations. And it's a damn hard fall when you put yourself onto that such of high expectations. So you need to come in with a healthy mindset and you need to give yourself grace and you need to allow to allow yourself, give yourself permission to enjoy food on your vacation. Having that mindset is going to um, set you up to not feel like all that self guilt whenever you eat those things because you you literally gave your per- yourself permission 
permission, right? I give myself permission. I give myself grace. I'm not going to judge myself for what happens on vacation. All right. It's just a couple of days out of out of my, you know, normal routine. This isn't normal. This is not something I do all the time. What matters is what I do consistently majority of the time. And you know what? I've been doing great. <laughs> I've been I've been really doing good on my nutrition and stuff like that. Like 2 days is not going to ruin me. See how I'm got I'm I'm doing that thought process in my thought process in my head. Right. Your reality is the stories you tell yourself in your head. So start telling yourself better stories and your reality will be better. Right. So that is the first thing that I want. We have to set that stage. It don't matter. I can give you all the tips in the world. Right. But if you cannot get that mindset piece and get yourself in a space where it's going to set you up when you come back to get back on track, well, then it's not it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like the tips don't matter. Those those kinds of things aren't the the big mover when it comes to the grand scheme of things, right? So that's um, that's the first thing is really getting the mindset. So now what are we going to talk about? So what I'm going to talk about is how to stick to, uh, we're going to talk about how to stick to your macros while eating out on the go. If you don't do macro counting or you don't do it yet, right? Because I think everybody at some point in their journey, it, it, it needs to be doing macro counting. That's just, and, and that's another story for another day. Um, but if you are not doing macro counting, these same things will apply for you if you're trying not to gain weight while traveling, okay? Um, so this is going to be considering, we're going to talk about fast food and gas station options. Um, because let's be honest, sometimes we're traveling desolate places and there's not the greatest of choices. So how do we make better choices? Um, and then the next is we're going to talk about how to create your own checks and balances that allow you to enjoy food on vacation without overdoing it. Um, and then I just want to say I'm going to try to give you examples of uh, I just took a little mini vacation this weekend. We went to San Antonio, took the kids to SeaWorld, um, did the whole Senate. It was like fast and furious. We left on Friday, um, stayed the night at my parents, which was like a halfway point for us to San Antonio. They live in the hill country, woke up at like seven in the morning and um, started our day at IHOP and then SeaWorld. And then it was like Riverwalk and not getting home till or not getting to the hotel like till 11. The next day waking up and it was like um, go breakfast, uh, went to the mall or no, went to Pearl District area. This is really cool little area, like a bakery there. Uh, went there, um, went to the mall, did Dave's and Buster. Like I'm talking like full on, just like nonstop going. And then we had a six hour drive after that. <laughs> so it was like, it was, um, it was fast and furious to say the least. Right. So I'm going to try to use examples from that and, and then pull from other times whenever I do travel or like what I would do if it was like a longer vacation, because it doesn't matter. Like, for example, if like this weekend we went to San Antonio, right. I did not track my food. I didn't track my food. I was trying, I was mindful of whenever I was eating things to a point, but then um, we ate at some like nice restaurant on the Riverwalk and I was like, YOLO, like I'm going to eat what I want, right? I'm going to drink what I want. Um, and then the same thing with like breakfast the next morning. So there was like, if it's a fast and furious trip like that, two days, most of the time I'm not tracking macros. If it was more than that, then I would like, okay, I would have some more checks and balances or I would probably start macro counting to a point um, just because then we start going into that time frame where okay yeah now I can start gaining weight from like if I'm not really um, being mindful about what I'm eating but a day or two is not going to completely derail you guys unless you are like just 
completely binging. Um, so, and especially think about this, guys, when we're on vacation, we're walking a lot, right? If you're walking a lot and you're being active, you're burning those, those calories and things too. Um, so that's, that, that helps you out. So let's talk about now sticking to your macros um, on the go or, tra- or not gaining weight while traveling. So what I'm talking about right now is the actual traveling part, like you're actually driving or whatever to whatever area you're going to. Um, you know, let's be honest, um, if you live in Texas, like traveling from one end to the other or just getting out of Texas, that's like a whole day trip, right? That's like a can be a whole day ordeal. And so another thing that's really hard, um, like, you know, being in from Texas is that we don't have the best food options. And sometimes all on, the only options you have when you are traveling on a trip is gas food options or maybe um, maybe some fast food options, right? And so let's talk about what that looks like um, to kind of stay on track as we're traveling. And this is my mindset, guys, going into it. I don't want to overeat and overindulge on shitty food like gas station food or like uh, fast food. I rather overindulge when I get to my destination and I get to go to a nice restaurant and I get to have some like fun drinks and like that's the time I'm going to splurge. I'm not going to waste my calories eating freaking McDonald's like that's I'm sorry. And I'm kind of am a little bougie when it comes to food like I I do. I am a food snob. (laughs) So I don't um, there's just I have a high quality for food. And so that's yeah, I'm just not going to waste my calories on those kinds of things. But I do understand like I got to eat, you know, I'm not going to starve myself. Um, Been there, done that doesn't it doesn't work out (laughs) in the end at all. So there are some things that you can do. So this is something I do if it's going to be like a really long trip. I will pack snacks. Um, I will like the week before leading up to the trip, I'll go to the grocery store. I'll think about what I want to get and I'll pack things. And part of this is also because gas station, let's like, let's be honest, gas station food is like ridiculously expensive. And if I know we're going to be stopping more than once, like at a gas station, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to just pack my own snacks. Um, so things that I would pack would be a lot of my go-tos while I'm traveling is like beef jerky and protein bars. (laughs) I keep it simple. Other things you could do, you could make wraps. Um, you could bring like a cooler, right? You could bring, you can make wraps. You can get like some flat out wraps or some like low, low, uh, carb tortillas and put some like, you know, just put deli meat and then put some like, if you want to put some cheese in there, you want to put like some lettuce, you make just make a wrap, right? It's not it's it's something simple. Um, And then other things could be like Greek yogurt, Greek yogurt is a really good high protein go to Uh, ratio protein is my favorite right now it has a really high protein content of 25 grams. Uh, You can make your own adult lunchables like that's an idea. Um, yeah. Uh, also, some other things like I know this is like so cliche, like tuna packets and cottage cheese, like simple things like that that you could pack. Um, just some like cold options. Just that way you have some um, really good high protein sources as you're traveling. Um, the big thing that I try to I try to get in my protein, and then I try to um, kind of be mindful about balancing carbs and fats as I'm traveling and I'm eating on the go. So those are some things that fall into that category that really help me. 
Another great thing, guys, is I always pack like a big water jug, a big water canister. So this is like, I know it's so boring talking about water, but guys, it makes a difference. Like if you're dehydrated, you're going to get, you're going to get more food cravings. You're going to feel shitty. Um, you know, it's it, so if we're drinking enough water, that in itself is going to help you a little bit to binge from binging and overeating and things like that. So I always have water. Um, so let's talk about picking options when we're doing fast food. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes that's going to really help you. It's by the macroexperiment.com. It's a list of uh, macro-friendly options to choose when you're eating at fast food. And then I'll drop the other one in there. That's for restaurants. Um, the only thing that I have been noticing since COVID is... Um, a lot of rush or a lot of fast food places has a limited menu. And what did they limit? Of course, they limit the damn grilled chicken. A lot of them don't have grilled chicken anymore and it pisses me off like because it's so much easier to opt for like a grilled chicken sandwich and and make that work and I can easily make that work and be macro friendly. It's a little bit harder with beef just because the the pro, the the fat content is higher in beef. Um, and so there are certain places like, for example, McDonald's is really bad. And I think I read like they're just permanently deleted like grilled chicken off their 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 list. I don't even know if they do salads anymore. I'm like just kind of <laughs> I'm like kind of over. I don't really care for McDonald's to begin with. But it's like my kids like I don't know what it is. They They put something in there that like I don't know, makes your kids like addicted to it. <laughs> so you're talking fast food, we want that. Or sometimes like that's like only option that's available is like either a Dairy Queen or a McDonald's in like these small towns. Um, so anyways, they don't have grilled chicken. So I ran into that situation this weekend and then I was like, oh shit, like there's freaking, I don't like Whataburger. I mean, not Whataburger, Burger King at all, but whatever, like maybe they have grilled chicken. So went through that drive through didn't have grilled chicken either. So I was like, screw it. Just give me a Whopper. I'll make it fit. And so I did. So what I did, and I, I put this example on my Instagram story is I got a Whopper no mayo, no cheese. And then when I got it, I took half, half the bun. And it took the Whopper originally from being 790 calories, 52 grams of carbs, 48 grams of fat, and 35 grams of protein to 385 calories, 27 grams of carbs, 20 grams of fat, 24 grams of protein, very macro friendly. I basically doing that, I cut the carbs and the fat content in half. And that's what you're going to really notice. Um, it's when you are on vacation, everything's going to throw you off on your carbs and your fats. Like it's protein's not a big deal. You're, if anything, you're probably going to struggle to hit protein, but don't ever be worried that you have to watch your protein content in something. It's always going to be the carbs and the fats. And so, uh, mayo is really high in in fats, so that's why I opted out of that, that. The cheese too, and then the bun. Just eating half the bun that cut the carbs in half, right? So you can make fast food work, and um, but it's just you got to just think about it a little bit, and we got to get out of this mindset of good food versus bad food. All food has macro uh, macronutrients, proteins, fats, and carbs, and when you're macro counting. You're just trying to stick within the, oh, you have so many in a day, like, you know, like a, a bank account of macros, right? I have so much to spend in a day if I want to reach my goals. And so I get to choose how I want to spend that. Do I want to spend it on fast food? Well, 
ideally not all the time, but you know what, when we're on vacation, we're on the road, I'm, I'm going to have to spend those macros there. Um, usually get more bang for your buck, more quality, right? Out of those um, macros when you spend it on healthier foods because it fills you up, it has more fiber, there's more food content versus um, something like fast food that's more dense in calories and it's not so much food volume and um, nutrients. Uh, so anyways, that is, it is possible, right? Um, so just quickly to go over food options for fast food, you always want to opt for grilled chicken first. Okay, I'll, I'll be honest, guys, if there's a Chick-fil-A, like I will pick Chick-fil-A all the time every day if it's a fast food option because I can make Chick-fil-A work in multiple ways. I got the chicken wraps. I can do that. I can do a chicken salad. Those are I can do a grilled chicken sandwich. Um, so easy to make Chick-fil-A work if you're if you're eating out. Wendy's is another good option, second option, because they have some really good salads. You just got to watch the dressing on some of these because you can easily go over your fat content um, with dressings. And salads are not always the most macro-friendly option. Like we think like salads, healthy, right? Great. I'll just get eat salads all the time. But if you're dumping tons of toppings and you're dumping tons of of dressing, you're easily going to go over your calories and your macros. Like, so it's, um, that's why macro counting is awesome because it really teaches you what's in your food and it teaches you what you need to reach your goals. Um, so yeah, so hint, hint, if you're like, Ooh, I want to learn more about macro counting, (laughs) get with me and, and we can talk about getting you started. Um, and let's see, what is the next thing? Okay, so also, of course, you'd skip the French fries, right? Like that's a duh, or you can eat like a smaller portion of French fries. Um, here's the thing, guys, like I, I, uh, I've talked about trigger foods. It's good to know your trigger foods for me. French fries, it's hard to just have a few. So I'm just like, I, for the most part, I try just not even start. If I'm, if it's going to be hard for me mentally like, to like uh, not overdo it, and I try to really hard to stay away from those foods because that's a trigger food. If you feel like you can't control yourself around the food very easily, I mean, the, it's and it's always going to be junk food, right? Like I don't think everybody has a trigger food of broccoli, like just not the way it happens. <laughs> so some of those things, just being aware of that and not putting yourself into that temptation where you're you're going to overdo it. Um, so like me, I'm not going to lie, guys. Like, I think we all do this. Like, I don't get fries. But yeah, like I'm passing out my kids fries. And I'm like taking some, <laughs> right? But I'm not sitting there with a thing of fries in front of me just tempting me the whole time. Like, I'm not going to put myself in that kind of situation. Um, so you can you can skip the fries and you can get like a side salad or you can get fruit. Some places have those options or like me when I had to go through freaking Waterburger or not Waterburger. Why do I keep calling it Waterburger? Um, Burger King. I just did the Whopper and I took the took all the stuff off and then that's all I ate, right? Um, so now let's talk about rethinking gas station op- options. Uh, gas station options is you first want to pick something that's high in protein and then pair it with a carb and a fat option. Okay. So high protein options are going to be your beef jerky, your protein shakes, your protein bars, pretty simple, straightforward, right? And then you can pair that with a carb or or fat option, right? So like trail mix or dark chocolate, or I mean, like some type of uh, maybe even some chips, right? Like you can, you can make that work um, as long as you're not overindulging in the carb or fat option. So for example, when we were traveling this weekend, what I got for my gas station option, like we stopped at a gas station, 
Um, we ate kind of like early. It was like five when we ate. So we got hungry like at seven or eight, stopped at a gas station. I got a bar of dark chocolate, dove dark, dove dark chocolate. And I got a packet of this beef jerky. It was so freaking, I've never had it before. It's think jerky. And it the, the flavor was raspberry chipotle or something like that. It was so freaking good. Anyways, those were my two things that I got. And then I got like a sparkling water, like those one of those bubblies. And um, it ended up being, let me, actually, I have it right here. It ended up being 360 calories and, it, and 36 grams of carbs, 15 grams of fat, and 26 grams of protein, like really a balanced, you know, really about snack, actually, like that's pretty much the rate of like a lot of close to the macros of what I would have ate at home for a snack. So it didn't break the the macro bank per se, right? So that is, that's something that I would do. The only thing is, um, like I said, trail mix. Trail mix is a really, trail mix is one of those things, guys. It's a trigger food for me. <laughs> so it's kind of hard because um, the cool thing when you start macro counting is you will start looking at food labels and you'll start understanding what all those numbers mean on the back of the food label. And one thing that I was a big aha moment for me in my journey was I, before I did macro counting, I did like beach body and I did um, like 21 day fixed containers. And um, anyways, I ate like, I tried to eat really healthy. I ate quote unquote clean. It's funny because like, what does that mean? I, I, I do clean eating. I eat clean. It's like, what do you do? <laughs> like, who's to say what's clean and not clean to me? I don't know. Anyways, I just, it's, it's just a kind of a, just kind of a restrictive way of eating. And so anyways, um, what I was getting at is I used to eat a lot of trail mix. I used to think like, oh shit, trail mix is healthy. Hello, nuts and fruit. And so I would have a bag, a big bag of it. I used to work for Olfa company. I was an Olfa manager and I was in the office a lot. And so it was like, a handful here, a handful there of trail mix throughout the day, thinking that I was eating quote unquote healthy. Now trail mix, is it horrible? Is it unhealthy? No, but it's very high in calories. It's very dense nutrition. So a serving, if you ever weigh out a serving of trail mix, it's really freaking sad, guys. And you know, like the little, um, like those little bags that they sell at the um, gas stations for trail mix, like one of those bags is like 250 calories. Like it's, it's crazy. It's like, um, you know, the same cow they're like, there's, there's less calories in my bar of that dark chocolate bar of (laughs) that dark chocolate dove bar that I had. Okay. And so, um, keeping that in mind too, like the, that's kind of, you can easily overdo the, the trail mix is what I'm saying. And that's just, this is the, like, again, going back to macro county, cool part of macro county is it's like, it empowers you because it educates you about what's in, what's in your food. And then how much of that food that you can eat to stay on track versus you second guessing yourself. Should I, should I eat this? Should I not? And you labeling food as good or bad. It helps to neutralize that because all food has uh, fats, carbs, and uh, protein, right? So another, I'm trying not to get on a rant too much. Another thing is you don't want to drink your your calories. That's another thing I see people go wrong is drinking their calories. So you stop at the gas station and you get something that's like high in sugar and it's just like taking all your carbs. I'd rather eat my carbs and then drink them because <laughs> it's going to make me feel fuller longer. So whenever I'm getting a drink at a gas station, it's going to be water. It's going to be unsweet tea. It's going to be sparkling water. 
uh, it's going to be a protein shake. Those are pretty much the things that I stick to. And I just like, I'm not going to drink my calories. It's just not worth uh, my calories to me. Um, next is even, I want you to even rethink gas station options for a meal. So say that if you are on the road, there's no good fast food options or you don't want fast food. Sometimes gas stations, I've have found some really good macro friendly like sandwiches at gas stations. And so it's just looking at the food label. So for me, um, when I look at a food label, this is kind of like what I'm trying, and this is based on my macros that I had any day, but it still kind of translates to pretty much everybody is I try to find something that's 20 grams of protein or more. Um, that's less than 20 grams of fat and less than 35, 40 grams of carbs. Now on a sandwich, if it's more carbs, I can take off half the side of the bread, right? Um, the, the fat, if it's really high fat content and there's like a slice of cheese, taking the slice of cheese off is going to be helpful. But like when I'm looking for a cold sandwich at a gas station, I'm not going to do like a chicken salad or a tuna salad mix because there's a lot of mayo in those. It's really high fat. Um, you know, you can't, it's not, you can't control the fat content. It's not like it's a slice. It's not like a slice of cheese that I can take out. I also go for sandwiches that are dry. So that means, and most of them are because they would go bad if they had like mayo or something on them. But I mean, mustard's not a bad option if you like mustard, but mayo can easily rack up like the fat calories and the fat grams. So I usually opt off for the, the mayo. I eat it, I'll eat it dry. So it's looking for a sandwich that has like quite a bit of turkey meat or deli meat in it, right? Some leaner cuts of, of deli meat. So like something that would probably break the bank on your macros for your fats is like salami or pepperonis or like something like that in a sandwich um and then like i like i said if it's a tuna uh, tuna salad or chicken salad that's going to probably go over your fats for sure um a lot of cheese that's going to go over your fats mayo that kind of stuff um so yeah so it's looking for things that have a lot of deli meat in it um that's an option, right? Some places, the gas foods have um, subways. I mean, you can make subway work. Like I said, you can even take off half the, the bun on those subways. It's it's not a big deal. Or, you know, doing a salad. Um, so those are some options. Like even gas stations, you know, you'll see like an area where it'll have like the fruit cups and they might have like some boiled eggs. Like there's there's different options, guys, of things. And even like some of the adult Lunchables are not too bad if it's like has ham or turkey versus like uh, it's like salami or pepperonis. Um, uh, so yeah, so that would be like one of the other things that I see a lot of too is at a gas station is if you're following macro, unless you're on a keto diet, which I don't think anybody listening is because I don't do keto. I don't really, I, that's that's a whole nother story. I'm not a big fan on keto for everybody, um, only certain people, and uh, not even like long-term either. Um, so a lot of people think they're doing good. They're getting like the, oh, prosciutto wrapped like cheeses and they're getting like the lunch meats and like, those kinds of things can be very high in the fat content. So unless you're doing keto, like you're definitely going to go over your fats. 
um, eating those kinds of things, a lot of those kinds of things, it's really easy to go over. Um, so those are my gas station rate thinking options. Let's talk about now um, while we're eating out when we're at our destination, if we are at a, like more than likely we're going to be eating at restaurants, right? Like if you're eating fast food, then what I just talked about, that applies still. But now we're talking about we're going to go have a, like a really nice dinner and we want to enjoy ourselves. So how do we do that without like, gaining weight over the over the weekend or or even if this is more than two days this is really now where this stuff's going to really start applying is if you're taking a vacation that's more than a couple of days so I try to do I have what I call is like checks and balances that kind of keep me on track right and not over help me to not overdo it but still allow me to have fun and indulge and and not feel restricted when I am going out to eat so some of the things that I do when I am on vacation, I do this a lot, guys. Like, if I'm going to even go out to eat on a weekend, like, say I know me and my husband are going to go on a dinner date or we're going to go to Odessa and I know we're going to eat out as a family, I will skip breakfast. I'm not a big, and now this is not something I recommend doing all the time. I'm not into fasting. I'm not into skipping meals all the time. But you know what? This is a special occasion and we're trying to balance things out and find a balance for the day. So that might mean it's best off that I skip breakfast and let those calories and those macros go to my dinner, right? And sometimes if I am going to go out to eat, what I'll do is I'll skip breakfast and I'll eat a light lunch that's heavy, high in protein, low in fat, fats and carbs. So I can put even more fats and carbs and just like go all out at dinner time and just really enjoy myself. And that's that is in a way that's finding that balance. Um, like I said that's not something you do all the time. So skipping a meal, skipping a snack, fasting for that morning, those are strategies that can help you to, um, you know, it, take those calories towards when you're gonna go out and eat. Um, next thing I do is I use my hands to guesstimate. You can look this up on Pinterest or look it up. Um, it is called. I guess what you would call it is measuring food with your hands is something you can look up. So what that means is I've been doing macros for a while, for years. So I know like when I'm going out to eat or when I'm eating that, okay, like I need a protein that is like the size of the palm of my hand. That's going to be about 24 grams of protein. Um, my carbs, ooh, okay, like I can make a fist and like the bottom two fingers, that's like half a cup, all four fingers in my fist, like making a fist is um, about a cup somewhere in that and somewhere in that facility of like a cup or less. Um, and you know that those are kinds of things that kind of in my mind, um, I have like those checks and balances that I can guesstimate because let's be honest, when you're going out to eat, if you're macro counting, um, you don't want to be that person that like pulls the scale out of their purse. Like, you know, if that's you, like you are like high, you're, you're hardcore, like kudos to you, but that's not going to be me. And I don't expect that when I work with women to, for them to do that. So it's like, you can use your hands to guesstimate like, you know, the tip of your thumb, that's like about a tablespoon of, of whatever fat. So it's like trying to like do things like that to, yeah, is it, is it a hundred percent accurate? No, it's not. All right. But it's going to get you in the ball park and it's still having a checks and balance system. 
Um, the next thing is if I am on vacation for longer than two days, then I am going to start tracking. Um, and I'm going to start using my hands to guesstimate. If it's just for a day or two, like, and eh, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have an eyeball. I have other checks and balances. So for example, like I, if I, I'm either going to splurge on an appetizer or dessert and not both because I'm going to overdo it. And that's another thing, guys. I used to be really bad about overeating to the point where I was miserable. And that's not fun. Like it, it's not. So it, it's, it's trying to find that balance where you enjoy yourself, but you don't overdo it and feel miserable and gain weight in the process. So um, I will either splurge on an appetizer or dessert, but I don't do both. If I get a fried appetizer, then I don't do something fried on my main dish. Like really simple, right? Like it's, um, that's just me like finding a balance for myself. And it might look different for you, but I, I think it's really helpful for me to give you ideas what that could possibly look like for you. Um, another thing I try to do is on checks and balances is like when it comes to drinks. Luckily, I'm not a very sweet person when it comes to alcohol. So I'm going to opt for things that don't don't uh, like have tons of calories like it's not heavy and like all these like um like juices and things like that so I stick to like clearer liquids I might do a something that has a juice in it um I might do like I my thing is also when I'm on vacation the next day I'm gonna want a Bloody Mary (laughs) like I'm gonna have one of those there's just certain things that it's just like okay like that's a vacation for me start figuring out what is going to allow you to feel like you're indulging and having fun without overdoing it? And that, like I said, it's going to look like different for everybody. Like for me, I'd rather have an appetizer than a dessert. It's very rare that I get dessert. I'd rather go on out, go all out on an appetizer. And um, for the main dish, I'm pretty good. I don't really care for things that are fried a lot. So I will definitely usually do an appetizer that's fried. And then my main dish is not going to be fried. It's going to be something that's you know grilled or or cooked you know and and not heavy and and being fried or anything like that but I mean maybe if you like love fried food um maybe find that balance of like okay like you want a chicken fried steak okay cool have a chicken fried steak but maybe instead of like having all the extra high heavy carbs like you know tons of like mashed potatoes and tons of like maybe you have um more veggies or something like you know find a way to balance it out I've done that too before where it's like okay I'm gonna if I'm gonna splurge on like whatever is on my main dish so part of that might be like the actual meat itself I'm gonna splurge on that dish and then it's like okay then I'll just get like double veggies or something Um, so it's just, it's really up to you. If that felt restrictive, then maybe finding something else. Like it's, it's finding, like I said, that balance is going to, it's going to be something that works for you. And it's not going to be this look, it might not look the same for everybody, but I hope I gave you some really good options and thoughts on how you can get through the, you're traveling without gaining weight. We are now reaching the end of summer and school is upon us. So some of you guys are probably taking last minute trips, trying to get out before you have to settle in for the school year. And I hope this finds you well, and I hope you get some great ideas. And if you did, I would love to hear about it. If you are not in the Macros for Moms Facebook group, I suggest joining. I always put it in the show notes, um, or you can reach out to me. You can add me on, on, um, you can add me on Facebook, Jessica Nicole May, or you can add me on Instagram, Mom is New Strong. 
and let me know how you like this episode or even more if you really like if you're really liking the show please leave me a five-star review and let me know what you like about the show so I can keep doing more of that but I'm gonna leave you guys with that for now I kind of went over longer than I usually do on my podcast episodes but there was just so much good stuff and I wanted to give give it all to you all at once but I'm gonna leave you with that for now go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are and I will see you in the next episode bye for now Hey, wait, before you go, I have something awesome that I wanted to share with you. I just put together a Macro County mini course. And so if you are a mom who's ready to kickstart your Macro County lifestyle, but you're confused on where to start, then I made this just for you. I'm going to show you how to do your own custom macros using the same approach I use my clients, plus step-by-step videos on how to track your food using MyFitnessPal, how to accurately measure out your food, how to track alcohol, how to make fun foods like eating out or eating cookies with your kids, work with your macros. And it also includes an introduction to my macros for mom method, which is a laid by laid back step by step approach to macro counting that takes out all the overwhelm. And it shows you how to make macro counting fit into your mom life. All of this plus an amazing bonus, which is access to 30 plus of my own personal macro friendly dinner recipes that are all in my fitness pal database. So what it does, this does is actually makes it really easy to keep a food diary. And it also gets you to stop cooking yourself separate dinners and to start seeing results while eating with your family. All of this greatness for just a one-time payment of $47 and you can get all the details at www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash kickstart. The link is also in the show notes. I'm really excited to offer this to you guys. So here's to helping you kickstart your macro counting lifestyle in a way that works with your mom life and not another restrictive diet that you have to work your mom life around.